Good morning. So we we find different things in Torah which are attributed to specific people. For example, the Torah itself. The Torah is called Moshe's Torah, right? And there's a pasuk that says Zichru Torahs Moshe Avni. And also in the parsha this week, uh, we're going to discuss all of them. We find, for example, Megillah's Esther. The Megillah, the, the Megillah is specifically called by Esther's by Esther's name, not Mardukai. It's Esther. Megillah's Esther. Now, with regards to building the Mishkan and the parsha, we find also interesting that it's, it becomes associated with a certain name. Um, where we know every Jew had to contribute. Every Jew was part of contributing towards the Mishkan. But the actual making of the Mishkan, Hashem tasked two specific individuals, right? B'tzalo and Ahaliyah. And as we know, Trumatitzava, Hashem commanded the Mishkan to be built. And Vayakel, it was actually built. And in the actual building of the Mishkan, if you look through uh, the Psukim, it, it mentions again and again, Vayas, Vayasu, Vayas, Vayas, Vayas. It doesn't say who did it. Comes the Aaron. The holy ark, it says, Fayas Bitsal. Bitsal made it. All of a sudden, here it's important that it mentions that Bitsal is the one that did it. Um, now, it's not a question that goes unnoticed. Rashi right away um, notes on it. He quotes the words Vayas Bitsal, and Rashi explains, because he gave his soul over, he, he sacrificed himself, so to speak, for the work, more than any other of the talented, wise people that were involved in building the Mishkan, it is for that reason that it is called by his name. That's what Rashi writes. And we find the same thing about Moshe. It says about Moshe, why is the Torah called after Moshe? Again, because Moshe is the one that sacrificed um, his, himself for the Torah. There, the, it, it, it explains with regards to the fact that Moshe didn't eat for 40 days and 40 nights. It's a big sacrifice, trying to, to be like angel, to be angelic. That um, Moshe gave himself up for the Torah. And we find also Esther, same thing with the Megillah, where Esther was the one, she was the one that sacrificed her life, right? She was the one that put herself in that situation. Not Mordechai, Mordechai advised her to, but she was the one that actually had to go through it to put herself in front of the king and to try to ask for her people to go when she wasn't called for it, the whole Megillah discussing um, how she was the one that actually sacrificed herself for it. We find the same thing with David and Shloyma. Shloyma Malach was the one that uh, finished and completed the building of the Beis Migdash. But we find, we say it every day, Mizmer Shir Chanukah Sabayis L'David. Chanukah Sabayis L'David. The David is the one that we're attributing the dedication of the Beis Migdash to. Again, because David was the one that sacrificed himself for it. So we find, um, we find a, a pattern um, uh, going through. I see you're, 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 smi- you're smiling about something. I don't know, something. did Melch and Esther, those are your eyes, that they, they sacrifice? Well, Esther lived like a queen and David lived like a king. They, 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 they sacrificed themselves for one day, for three days. Oh, Amaisa, that, but that's like the ultimate sacrifice. It's a good question. Poyal Mamish, they were the ones that actually sacrificed their life. Mardukai didn't sacrifice his life. Right. The Yidin didn't sacrifice their life. The decree was against them. The Megillah, the, I, I didn't do this. The Megillah does this. The Megillah puts... You're a king to go down for 40 minutes. The, 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 the rest of the, the, the other 364 days, you're like a king. If you're a king, you want to go down for 40 minutes. 
and you look at Putin and say, oh, this is the epitome of self-sacrifice. Never the poor guy. <laughs> Esther was the one that actually had to put her life on the line for the, for the, for the Jews. The rest of her life, she lived like a queen. Literally. Yeah, yeah. No, you bring up a good point. But perhaps it's uh, what a person is, is judged by is by those moments where they sacrifice themselves. Because that's something which is totally beyond any life experience. I mean, you could be living the best life and you, you could be living the worst life, but it's about what you put on the line for, for what you believe in or for what to... That's worth smiling about. Yeah, yeah. You define a whole person's life on one moment. Yeah. Doesn't mean you have to live in poverty or life. Look like a king, look like a queen. You might establish for a, 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 a typical king. A typical king perhaps wouldn't uh, wouldn't do that. I'm saying it takes a, it takes a special person to be able to be to be willing to put their life on the line. So, um, but these are the things that are highlighted. And, uh, and uh, I'm gonna. Uh, if, here's another thing. Another one, another one we have. Listen, you're gonna like this one, where um, I actually recently was listening to a Fabringen, where the where the Rebbe's the Lubavitch Rebbe's Fabringen on, on a Purim Fabringen, and in there he raises the following question. He asks, why is it that in the Megillah we find that what is the title given for the Jewish people, Yehudi, and not only that, but even Mordechai. Mordechai, who the Megillah goes and attributes his lineage, right? It says, Ish Yemini, Ben Kish, Ish Yemini, coming from Shevet Ben Yamin. But, nevertheless, he's still called Ish Yehudi. Ish Yehudi, Hayyub, Abira. But he's given the name Yehudi. That why is it so, does it seem so, um, so important and so significant to be specifically a, a calling the Jewish people Yehudi? And uh, one of the things the Rebbe highlights is the fact that Yehuda was the one that gave up, that, that uh, pushed um, uh, in front of his brothers for saving Yosef, right? Yehuda was the one that, uh, it could be a sacrifice because his brothers, you never know what the brothers would have done to him. But um, he, he was the one that pushed in front of his brothers um, uh, uh, to save Yosef. And in general, if you go deeper into the works of Kabbalah and Chassidus, the, the, um, the Shevet Yehuda, the name Yehuda, and actually coming from the word Hayda, Hayda, which means thanks, but also means um, uh, being moida, being, uh, being uh, admitting and, and putting yourself on the side, so to speak, to agree with something else that may, that may not be on par with you. Um, and it's that whole, uh, the Midas Ahoyd, whatever, that whole concept is associated with Mesiris Nefesh, is associated with self-sacrifice. A person submitting themselves to something greater than them that they may um, not necessarily be so inclined and so automatic to, be, to, to, to give themselves for. And the, this whole um, mode, uh, mode of conduct and the whole behavior of, of giving yourself over to something and sacrificing yourself to something is represented. I mean, it's a much broader topic, the whole topic of Hoyd and Yehuda coming from Eidah. It's also why Yehuda actually is associated with Shemayna Esri, where we're standing in front of the king, where um, it's a it's time of submission, um, where Reuven, Shimon, and Levi is associated more with Shema and Brichus Shema and Shema. I forget the whole, but it's, it's, it's a pattern where Yehuda and Hoyd has to do with, with um, submission, with, with being Moida. 
And this is why, the Rebbe says, why it's uh, perhaps a reason why in the, in the Megillah, the, the Yidin are called Yehudi. And even Mardachai himself is called Yehudi. Because Yehudi is the, um, the name which symbolizes the, the ability that a Jew has to completely give themselves over to, to something and sacrifice themselves for something and to put them's life on the line for something, meaning show their complete dedication and devotion to, um, to what they believe in, regardless of what it takes from them in their personal life. And this is all just bringing out, we see, it's something that we see here in the parasha with Betzalel, the fact that Betzalel is the one which is called, which is, uh, his name is used and attributed to with building the Aaron specifically, I don't know why the Aaron specifically, but um, like Rashi says, he was the one that put his life on the line, so to speak, put himself completely into it more than the rest of the talented people associated with it. And what it teaches us is something very powerful, like you pointed out, um, which is that sometimes the, um, the people that get the most credit are the ones that may even have a, 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 sometimes a, a minimal involvement in, in a certain uh, situation. And they may, sometimes they may be in a better place than other people in their position or in, their, in life. But the, what, so to speak, what we're judging them on, so what, what, we're, what we're attributing to them is the fact that they put their life on the line for something, that they sacrifice something in their life. There's that uh, joke they say that everyone was standing in our Russia and Ukraine. Everyone was standing, um, uh, declaring their love for the Tsar. And there was a group of people, and they were all saying, one guy got up, got up and said, if you had um, uh, farms of animals, what would you do with them? And everyone goes, we would give it to the Tsar. We would give it to the Tsar. If you had cows and go, if you had wagons, what would you do with them? We'd give them to the Tsar. If you had horses, if you had the best horses, what would you do with the best horses? We would give them to the Tsar. says, if you, had a, if you had chickens, what would you do with them? And it's silent. So someone's wondering why, why, why all of a sudden the sound because the chickens is what they actually have. <laughs> in theory, people are ready to give up things for a cause and something they believe in. But when it comes to actually doing it, it takes a real, uh, real person to do it. So, um, so it's it's something that we have to take to heart, which is that it's very easy to to devote ourselves to things. But when it comes to actually compromising on something in our life, when it comes to actually putting ourselves in a tough spot. To, um, to devote ourselves to something, we see those are the people that actually get the credit for it. And those are the people that it's attributed to. So it's, it, and uh, we all know from our, the previous generation, those who lived with them and who saw them, the people that went through the tough times, that uh, they, they, even though they, they came to America and they've lived beautiful lives, some of them made it as big businessmen, it's these people that we look up to, the people that literally had to give up their lives for what they believed in, um, that, uh, that shows us the power. We don't have, we're not put in those situations so much these days, but uh, we have a lot in our life that we could be compromising on to be doing better things. So it's a reminder to, to not get so caught up on the things in life which, uh, which may be more comforting, but hold us back from devoting ourselves to, to things that are greater. So uh, we should be like the Betzalels, like the Esthers, like the, the, the Ish Yehudis, and they become a Yehudi. That's right, very good. What's your name?